Good adventures, everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of Books Cubed. I'm Melissa Bonzak, your host, and I have a fantastic show for you this week. It's the first of two parts. I'll be talking with Gary Collins about living healthy and off the grid. It is really good. I'm going to get almost right to it. Uh, just very quickly, I want to read a couple of comments from um, the show two weeks ago. Um, my show... Uh, about numerology. And uh, the Beck 88 said, love the new blue hair. Your office looks way better than mine, kiddo. I know a little bit about Hinduism, tarot, and numerology already. So looking forward to learning more about Chaldean. And I know I'm saying that right, uh, wrong. Uh, and then Patty Lusk said, love the Chaldean numerology. Glad to see more people into it. I find a lot of connections to astrology and to the tarot by Rider Waite. And I am, uh, I really haven't gotten into tarot yet. Uh, I, um, we talked a little bit about it on that show and that would be episode 29. So I will put a link in the uh, show notes or you can just look back to episodes and you will find that show. It was really, really interesting. So today I've got Gary Collins on the show and we're talking living healthy and off the grid. Uh, Gary is a really interesting guy. You will like this show. I think I already said this. This is the first of two parts. Um, did I mention this already? <laughs> I had to stop and turn my fan on in my office. I am dying. It is so hot in here. So if I didn't mention it already, um, this is the first of two parts. Don't forget to subscribe so you do not miss next week's conclusion to this week's show. Uh, let's see what else would I want to mention. Oh, my coughing. Um, sorry, uh, I cough. I have a really bad sore throat still. I cough some during the show. I try to hit that cough button on the mic, which I've just learned how to use, sort of. And uh, I didn't always remember to hit it. So there are some coughs and I'm so sorry, people. Uh, but I am um, I'm not a whiz at editing and I'm not going to go back and try to erase them. In fact, I accidentally hit the button. If you're watching on video, we go from single person to double person, side by side view, about halfway through the interview because I... I hit a button somehow. Uh, I'm not technically advanced. So uh, anyway, let us get right to the interview and I'll see you after. Okay. Welcome, Gary. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me on, Melissa. I appreciate it. I met Gary in Chicago and I'm, I know I'll have already talked about this, so I won't talk about it anymore. Let me read Gary's bio real quick because it is very impressive. Gary Collins has a very interesting and unique background that includes military intelligence, special agent for the U.S. State Department Diplomatic Security Service, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. His background and expert knowledge bring a much-needed perspective to today's area of simple living, health, nutrition, entrepreneurship, self-help, self I can speak, and being more self-reliant. He holds an AS degree in exercise science, BS in criminal justice, and MS in forensic science, which, ooh, that's very cool. I have to ask you more about that. Don't let me forget. Gary was raised in a high desert at the basin of the Sierra Nevada mountain range in rural California. I'm from Auburn. He now lives off the grid part of the year in a remote area of Northeast Washington State, and my daughter would be so jealous. She loves the mountains and being in the middle of nowhere and the other part of the year exploring in his traveler travel trailer with his trusty black lab, Barney. 
He enjoyed and considers himself lucky to have grown up in a very small town, experiencing fishing, hunting, and anything outdoorsy from a very young age. There was something else I wanted to mention, too, in your bio. Um, in addition to being a best-selling author, he's taught at the university college level, consulted and trained college-level athletes, and been interviewed for his expertise on various subjects by CBS Sports, Coast to Coast AM, the RT Network, and Fox News. So that's a very impressive resume. Thank you. It's, uh, like I said, I only made up half of it and someone else helped me, you know, it's, I've had an interesting life and uh, that's what brought me to where I am today. If you would ask me 10 years ago, if, go, Gary, would you say, what, what would you say would you be in 10 years? I would not say a self-help author. I would so, not say so that. So what, what made you change? I mean, what was the force that made you suddenly sit down and become a self-help author? Well, you know, I spent, by the time I left the government, I'd spent half my life in it. And needless to say, I was pretty burned out. And uh, when I left, I said, told myself that the next thing I do, I will do what I want to do and not, it was almost like the light bulb went off in my head of what am I doing? And uh, I remember I, I was in a meeting with my boss at the time and anyone who's been in the government, trust me, meeting with bosses is unpleasant most of the time. And I just went, ah, you know, you just go, I, I got to change this. This is, this is not working. How old so I went you? out and I, I was 40. Okay. Yeah. I started in the government in, in uh, it was city government when I was 20 or 19. So at that point, I finally got fully out of the government at 43. I'm older than I look. So because uh, of my health book. Um, and so I, I, I say, it's the healthy living and you do look much, much. And, and uh, when I met you, you seemed very young. I would have said early 30s. I get it all the time. And people look at me and go, who's this clown telling me what to do? And I go, no, I'm almost 50. I'm really close. I'm not going to give how close. And so, yeah, I just decided I was going to, I was always passionate about health, was an athlete from age seven, played competitive sports until uh, finally my back gave out. And that's what I did. I started a health company and I basically did consulting, worked with one-on-one -on -one with clients and it was fun, but the books came from, I actually wrote this massive health program, spent two years, two and a half years writing this thing, had exercise DVDs, we filmed it in Georgia, and uh, this thing, it was three pieces too. So it was three ring-bound pieces to this health program. And I thought, well, I'm just going to sell this thing. Piece of cake, right? I had no idea what I was doing. I have no background in writing. I don't even know. Yeah, I did register ISBNs with it. I think I had someone at least explain that part to me. And uh, no market. You know, it, that was not Amazon's market. It still is not Amazon's market. A health program with DVDs, it just, I sent it to them and actually had my own Seller Central account. They kept breaking it up and, and they would send one piece of it to the customer. <laughs> so they'd be missing the other two pieces. And this happened time and time and time again. And I was like, oh, so I was selling it to, uh, you know, health professionals and I sold a few. You know, I, I lost my butt. Just lost my butt. Didn't know what I was doing. And then I took that material and turned it into three books for clients because I kept getting asked the same questions. 
And I went, okay, I got to stop this. I can't answer the same question over, I mean, over and over. And then they'd go home, they'd call me or email and go, what were you saying today? You know, and you're all, oh, not again. So I put together three books on, I was a primal paleo guy. And there was a long history, we won't get into that, how I found that, but it was through the FDA and investigating naturopathic and ancestral health people. And don't get me wrong, they, they do bad things too. But that's where I went. And I put these books scared through them out and had a, I had a really bad marketing guy, really bad. And I don't even know, I, I don't even remember how I met the guy. And he goes, put them on Amazon, just throw them out there. And they were not, they weren't terrible, but we all know our first books, right? We want to light them and burn them on fire and never see them again. We all think that way. They're still sold to this day. I've taken them off the market. I've tried, but the used versions, print versions are still floating around and I can't get rid of them. But I put them out there and they sold. And one of the things that I've always done is I've always done public speaking from the get-go because I've been speaking and you know, doing interviews with criminals and everything I've done. I, it was natural for me. I was very comfortable in front of people. So I did interviews and did podcasts and stuff to promote my business and the books. So they sold. I made some money off them. They didn't do terrible. Um, and I just kind of left them out there, was floating along. And I did this podcast interview that uh, I've done. I, I just did just prior to this one. I still do it to this day. He's a good friend of mine. And he goes, what are you up to? And I go, oh. You know, I'm gonna. I bought 20 acres. I'm building a house off the grid. He goes, what? Hold on a second. You know, we haven't talked about this, and that started a whole nother direction. And that yeah, started. I yeah, I see you have going a off the grid. That, that was my book. That was my launch. And I never launched a book <laughs> to this day. I still don't launch books. I'm terrible at it. And so I, I through luck, I found a person. At I, one of my friends were at a brewery in Northern California, Sacramento. And one of his friends, the guy's friend, so a friend of a friend, she was in the publishing industry and she knew about self-publishing. Well, she refers me on to a company in Seattle that had a boutique firm that did covers and, uh, cause I already had an editor, uh, but yeah, it all fell together. So I went, you know, I'm going to do this next book, right? My first ones, it was a print guy who did cards, flyers, he did my covers. Oh dear, yeah. <laughs> he did the layout, and I'll kid you not, no, nice guy, good, great guy. He did the best job he could do with my bad ideas. And the interior is fantastic. He did a great job on the interior. And so I put this book together, and I, I just throw it on Amazon. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no, at this point, I'm not a writer, a professional writer. I'm not making a living as an author. I'm kind of figuring things out. And there's a lot more into this. I sold my house, downsized, sold all my belongings. I'm in San Diego at this point. So you can imagine, yeah, lost my butt on my house. Oh, I bet, I said, yeah. Bye, but I said, I'm done. I'm, I'm changing my life. I'm going to live my life my way. Moved into a 475 square foot little uh, cottage in the mountains of Escondido and lived there four years, but writing this book and it kind of took off. Not like hockey stick. It was more just kind of doing this, kind of going. And I went, I did my usual interviews and I was in the survivalist prepper communities, not me personally, but they liked me because of my health stuff. Yeah. Because people don't realize preppers and, and survivalists and self-reliance people, homesteaders, 
they're in just as bad shape and as overweight as the rest of America. So they liked that I could come in and, you know, I had a background and, you know, I grew up in the sticks and hunting, fishing and all that good stuff. So yeah, the book starts to take off. And that was where the whole simple life eventually everything evolved. Because think of it, you're running a health company. I have a supplement line. I'm doing consulting. I have clients. And then I have an off the grid book out there. <laughs> it's just kind of on the website. And it's kind of an odd fit. And I'm, uh, and this whole time I'm progressing. At this point, I live in my RV. I've moved and now I've gotten even downsized even more. I'm living in my RV and I'm working on my house, uh, but I'm living in California part. I still do this part of the year. I'm up here in uh, Northeast Washington most of the year. And so I'm going back and forth, building a house and trying to figure it out. Like I'm not an off-grid building expert, but my side hustle in the government was real estate. So I wasn't an amateur. I'd owned several, I'd owned several properties. I'd flipped some houses. I'd made some good money, but off the grid and normal, it's two totally different animals. It's night and day. So I was lost trying to figure it out. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the part of the story of how I got started. Yeah. And when you say off the grid, how off the grid are we talking? Oh, do you have, um, no. oh, how off the grid are you? Good question. And, and that's where there's a lot of confusion. And the hardcore people who live a more basic lifestyle is the best way to put it. They kind of get on me because I built a normal house and, you know, I have, I have oh, you know, normal running water. I have two bathrooms. It's a small house. This is it. I mean, it's very efficient. Um, my bedroom's right there. You know, this is the office. I have a downstairs. And it's just not tied to public utility. So everything I have is powered off my solar system. And my, you know, when if it rains for three or four days, I got to pull out the generator and charge my batteries and stuff like that. But it, I don't have, you know, go, but he's on internet. I've been using hotspot Wi-Fi, Verizon Wi-Fi, Jetpack for about six years, if not Does that seven. work pretty well? It, it, it can be botchy. It depends on the area where you're at. I've had really good luck with it. I was one of their first customers. <laughs> when I bought it, I was the first, they go, we haven't sold one of these yet. I was the first guy in, in the store and they activated it. And I knew nationwide they hadn't sold very many of them. And so I've been using that as my main only internet. I tried satellite internet in between. Sucks. Satellite internet blows. You have to be really, it's based upon the node you're on in the satellite and what satellite you're on and how many people are on it. It's got lag. So we couldn't do this interview. The lag would, it just doesn't work real yeah. well. Yeah. So, yeah. The yeah. hotspot. I wish I'd, I wish I'd had some, when we lived in Key West, the internet was awful. Absolutely mm -hmm. awful. I could send, and, and I could send a text message to my husband who was sitting next to me and he, he wouldn't get it for like an hour. It was absolutely nutty. I, it might be better now, but, but I wish I'd known about hotspot stuff at the time. That would have been fantastic. Well, and it, now it works pretty well. And when 5G comes out, if it doesn't nuke your brain. Um, I was yeah. just reading an article today that it, it'll, something about weather, that it'll affect weather somehow. It's 5G is a little scary. I don't know how much of it's, you know, over, you know, overblown, but we'll see. We'll um, see I'm a little yeah. wary of it. I'm going to let people play with it first before I jump in. Um, my system works just fine right now. And being a health guy that, 
Yeah. You know, I usually yeah. uh, am pretty cautious on things like that. And so, yeah, I mean, and now, you know, it's kind of an interest, interesting progression of where I'm at. And now I'm a self-help author. I have six books out. I don't count the first three that I did early on. And, and the health, I have one of those, the, the health program, I have a couple of them somewhere. They were actually really well done. They're just, it was the mistake of no market. Yeah, it seems like something that you would do better with with TV ads late at night. I got hit for that. Um, you know? I've had some interesting opportunities in my life and that's part of my lifestyle is I just say no. Um, being that I used to do criminal investigations and white collar especially, I've seen people do some pretty awful things for money. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially in the Remember, food and drug industry, you know, pharmaceutical drug company. I've seen it. And I'm going to tell you, once you cross that line, it's over. And I firmly said when I left that I'm going to live my life my way. And, yeah. and stuck to my principles. I got offered late night infomercial stuff. And I'm all, no, uh -uh, I'm not going to do it. It does have kind of a, I'm sorry if you're out in the listening audience and you have late night info things. But a lot of the times it does seem very iffy if not tacky uh, i don't do a lot of, i don't watch a lot of tv late at night i'm usually reading or writing i am trying to finish a book right now so yeah as i've been reading your book there's recipes okay so hold up your book that we're talking oh, sure. about today and i should have had you do this beginning okay the simple life guide to optimal health there's a bunch of recipes in the back i had planned on making some things so we could talk about it didn't make anything because you know, like I said, between I take care of my mother who has dementia, and uh, so I'm down there often. And it's not too far away, but it, it chunks up my day. And then I run home and I try to get my writing in, and my book is so behind. My husband said to me this morning while we were out for our run, you've got to sit down and finish your book. You've got to finish it. And I said, yes, yes, I do. And I've got writers, uh, uh, readers sending me notes. Where's the book? Where is it? So I, I, But I was really happy to see the recipes in it. And the, the, it, so in the book, uh, you talk in the beginning about that you were uh, uh, lifting weights and you were eating. Oh, I've always lifted weights. I've been badly, an athlete. But I mean, you were, you were, you, and now. Oh, were you talking the part where me and my friend, we found this uh, crazy Russian workout program? That we, Maybe we were that's waking what up I'm in the middle of the night to do push ups, sit ups, and pull. Yeah, and we yeah. Ridiculous amounts of food. It was the funny, we, he ordered it. It was a mail order program. This would have been, God, maybe in the 80s, maybe early 90s. And I remember we look back at that and we laugh to this day because he's a childhood friend of mine. I'm lucky. I, my main friend circle, we've, some of us were babysat together as babies. That's how long back my friendships go. Wow. It's the kind of guy I am. I'm really lucky. I have the best friends in the world, except for when we do stupid stuff like that. And we just laughed because oh, it was torture. It was so awful. But that's the thing. And that's what I teach in, in everything. You know, one of my, the principles, five principles that I teach in the simple life, they originated in my health stuff, but they go across all spectrums. So my simple life series, you know, I have the guide to RV living and then the latest ones decluttering your life, the guide to decluttering your life. So I'm taking people through a progression, but health is still the cornerstone everything I teach. It's not like I just changed direction and said, oh, this isn't selling. I'm getting it. No, no, no. Everything I talk about is based in health. That's going to stick to my guns on that one. 
because your life becomes so much easier if you take care of your health. And I think people are going to be blown away by book number four that I'm working on right now, which is the guide to financial freedom. Oh, oh, nice. oh I dig yeah. into some stuff in there. When that is that one coming out? It's in final. We're in editing right now. We're hoping it's sh we shooting for mid July. Nice. Uh, just to give a teaser, there's a health chapter in there, by the way. Uh, and it's at the very beginning. It may be the first chapter if I remember. Um, but I talk about that, about the money you waste being unhealthy. I've always said this. There's no money in healthy people. You got to remember, I worked for the biggest health agency in the country. I've seen it firsthand. If you're healthy, these industries literally go away. There's nothing left. And we're talking over a yeah. trillion dollars now. Yeah. In healthcare now. And it's, oh, yeah. yeah if you, you, you go and you look at all the supplements for losing weight for, oh my God, there's just tons of them. I had to get, um, uh, my, they, my doctor did a bone density test and my spine looked great, but my hips, I'm, a, I'm 55, so I'm just starting to fall apart. So, yeah. uh, my hips How were having some issues. So, so she, so she put me on, um, She put you on calcium and vitamin D three. Yes, thank you. Calcium and vitamin uh -huh. D for one year, just one year. When I go back, she said I'll probably be able to take me off it again because I should be all up, and and I'm eating better. Um, you know, as a writer, I don't know about you, but when I'm working on a book, I don't I don't eat well. I tend to sit and write all day long. I drink uh, I drink decaf, but I drink tea all day long. When I take my break, I come home. I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I walk the dog, and I go back. And then I drink more tea and it's, and, and then I come home and I maybe eat another peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's, um, it's really bad. I don't eat red meat. Um, I don't eat, um, sugar. I use real butter and all the things I was looking at in there. Um, I don't use anything diet. I never have like low fat stuff. It's disgusting tasting. It's awful. No, it's just, yeah, it's either put in with artificial sweeteners or sugar. Well, yeah. remember red meat's not the problem. Well, you know, it's I don't where like the red the meat comes from. I don't like the date. And my husband's father died of colon cancer. And so he's a little nervous about red meat. I don't blame him. Um, I just don't, don't like the taste of it. Don't, I, we'll have hamburgers in a, very occasionally, but I'm just not a big, a uh, lot of fish, a lot of chicken, a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, and that's the thing about health too, is I tell people there's, there's, I teach the principles, but everyone's an individual. You know, you, you have to learn your health yourself. You're the one who's going to know it the best, not your doctor, you know, not your husband, not your wife, you, you need to take control of your health. And that's, you know, what I teach in, in the author world, as you've seen, one of the questions I get is how am I so productive? How have I been able to do all the things I've been able to do? And I go, it's because health has always been my priority. That's why. And for me, even when I'm writing, I don't write to a schedule. And this really blows authors away. I write in my head. And luckily, I'm writing fiction with someone else right now. And that should be an interesting thing that could happen. But I'm a nonfiction writer. So I can write the stuff in my head and put my ideas together because it's my information. I only write about things I have a background in, things that I've done things I've helped other people do. That's all. I, I don't just write a random nonfiction book on a hot topic. I will never do that. I have to know it. And so I write it on my bike rides, my walks with the dog. And then when I sit down, the book's already written. 
I already have, like, here's my outline for book five. So I've put my outline together for book five, right? Mm -hmm. So I know I have the general outline. I just got to fill it in in my head. And so when I sit down, I'll write, but I also take breaks. Oh, geez, I can't turn the texting off. Oh, I, I've tried turning it off. It, I turn off on my phone. It doesn't work. Um, technology. And yeah. so, you know, I have a different writing style. I don't force myself to write. I don't force myself to sit in a chair. I take breaks. I eat healthy. I exercise. I mean, my dog gets miles every single day. Every day we go miles. Um, even when the weather's bad, we just put rain gear on. I mean, we go no matter what. And that will make you a better writer. And it's interesting. I'm getting a lot of questions from writers now because they're going, how are you doing all this? I mean, what's your system? And I didn't even think of it. But what I teach is actually perfect for writers. And I never wrote this intended for writers. I never did it. You know, yeah, you know, the, the, there's got to be something where you can have for writer in the title. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm brainstorming I'll, here, but, but yeah. What I'm going to do, I'll co-write. I'll probably find someone to co-write with, another yeah. writer. Probably I'll, I'll pick a fiction writer. And since I'm nonfiction and we'll put something together, I have a pretty good person in mind, but we already write fiction together. So I don't know if he'd be game for something like that. Um, well, but know, I can't pick, wait. Yeah. I pick somebody who's got a nice long, you know, track record. But yeah, for me, um, for you, it's walking your dog. And for me, it's running. My husband about, Oh God, how many years now? About six years ago, he decided we needed to be runners. I said, okay. So um, we run very slow, but I love running because I'm storyboarding as I'm running. And so the way I write is chapter by chapter. So I okay. don't move on until my chapter is finished. And then I do the next chapter and then it's finished. And then I move on because what happens is as I'm, and I've tried this, I've tried uh, writing like three chapters, but then I go back to that first chapter and there's something will change and then everything changes in those. So oh, yeah. I, I have to, uh, and I started as a screenwriter and, and, um, you ha you only have so much real estate in a screenplay, so I was very anal about my outlines, and uh, and I never moved on until, you know, I, I, it was the next thing, uh, and I write those really fast. I can knock out a a feature screenplay in like a week, but uh, for books, you know, it takes me longer because I do one chapter at a time, and then I move on next chapter. So I'm on. I'm just finishing chapter seven of a twenty six, probably twenty six chapter book right now so uh yeah and it, it'll take me all day long to, to finish a chapter well see and my books are short um and i do that on purpose it's not because i'm lazy i just feel most self-help books and diy because i have two different series i have the off the grid series and i'm traditionally published on on that side one part of it so i'm in india i'm a i'm a hybrid right now i have one book that is uh professionally public and then all my other stuff's independent but the Simple Life series, yeah, they're all short because I feel that most self-help books in DIY, they're just too long. My attitude is I can give you the information quickly and I want you to implement it. That's what I've noticed you have the most success. If you have to read too long of, you know, a 300-page self-help book with tiny print. And also, I'm ahead of the game. I started using larger font years ago because I found, and I wasn't, you know, I not that I'm old, old, but I just found that the print's so small in most books. I'm all, it hurts. I'm like right here. 
with the book because it's tiny. And you throw a 300-page self-help book with tiny font, by the time you re get to the end of it, you got to go back and start it again because you've forgotten everything. I'm more, here are your steps. Boom, 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 boom. No fluff. I write very informal, which some people love, but the traditionally trained authors and writers, oh, they have a field day with me. Oh, they don't like it. And I don't like, I don't know about you, Melissa, but I don't like self-help books that way. I don't like to be, I don't like to read something so dry and there's no personality in it. All my stuff, people go, your books sound like you're talking to me because they meet me in person. They go, oh my God, you write exactly how you talk. And I go, that's just the style I created. And I did it on purpose because I said that I'm an avid reader too. We all are, right? All of us, most writers, even though there's those ones out there who are writing books real quick because they found some way to make money. That's different. But most of us are avid readers. And so, you know, I always said, I want personality. The best self-help books have personality in them. And yours right. does. I really liked it. Do you have audio versions of the books? I, I forgot to just, look. Just started. I need to sign, sign the contract with Find Away Voices. Uh, me and I Will became friends. Find Away. Find Away is great. Will and I, I, prefer, great. I prefer audio for nonfiction. Because, A lot of people um, do. Yeah, I can listen to it as I'm out on a walk or in the car, and I can listen to it multiple times, or I can skip to chapters. Now that I've discovered how to do that, it took me a while to figure it out. But yeah, Find A Way is great. I love Find A Way so much. Uh, but I'm only doing one book. I'm testing the RV Living book, um, and we found a good narrator who, because most people want you to read it, right? And you're all, I, told, I just went, I got six books. There's no way it's going to happen now. I, I'm too far behind. I, I just, I know it could be, it's too much work with everything I'm trying to do I'm all I can't throw that into the mix on top of it so I found a really good narrator who's pretty close and he has a real good tone to my writing style so I think people will enjoy it but the next book called the financial freedom book that one is planned to go audio live good. so I'm, I'm dabbling I'm trying to get into it and people understand I'm debt-free I own my house I own my truck I own my RV I own my land I pay for all my books. I have a distributor. I'm an odd bird too. I have a, I'm wide in print through a distributor who found my going off the grid book. It's a long story, but they now distribute all my books in print, but I have to buy, I own all the rights to everything. I didn't sign anything over. They're really nice. We have a great relationship. Um, never know. I think at some of these conferences, some other people might be contacting them. I have a feeling but they're nonfiction. And so with that, I have to buy my inventory. I just spent $10,000 on inventory. So yeah, you got to It's, uh, so I have to manage money very differently than most people. For but the, that's why I'm the, teaching. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. For, well, for I'm the things that the, are, I'm sorry. The, I'm teaching the debt free though. And I think authors, if I could help them on the financial side as well and understand, because that's the question, how do you do what you do? Health, money management. That's how I'm able to do everything. I come from a trailer in the middle of the desert. I'm getting nothing in my family when everyone passes away. I'll probably inherit debt. So I've had to do this all on my own. I've had to learn along the way, run my own businesses. That's the key of what I'm doing right now. I think part of my success is that I've been able to do this and I built up to it. 
you know, I made mistakes. I figured some stuff out. I spent the money when I could. Um, and once I got the going off the grid book professionally done, I knew I couldn't go back. Right. I knew I couldn't go backwards. So now every book after that has to be better. Well, the, the covers, the covers look good. The blurbs are good. Uh, it's, um, well, you know, who does the blurbs, right? I'm sorry. You know, who does the blurbs, right? Oh, does Brian do the blurbs? Uh, he, he did. He didn't do uh, going off the grid. He, uh, we redid the book uh, as far as the blurb. And I, yeah, I did that one myself, me and my editor. I hate blurbs like everyone else. I'm oh. going to attempt oh. to do it with my new editor on the next one. But Brian said, I'll fix it if it's bad. I went, oh, thank God. But And that's Brian Cohen. Brian Cohen right? of Best Page Forward. Yeah, yep. so I'll put a link if you're a writer. Some of my audience are writers. If you're a writer and you need help with blurbs, I'll put a link oh. in the show notes to Brian's book and his um, website, uh, Best Page Forward. Is that it? Yeah. And it's yeah. well worth the money. It, I, I, like yeah. I said, I'd done my blurbs prior. That would have been four books. They were awful. And it's just a great description and everything he gives you. But the, people will freak out. Those covers are me. I actually designed pretty much my covers except for going off the grid. She did it from scratch. I duplicated it for living off the grid. So I took all the elements off that. Not that I, no, not that I put them together. I have a designer that I send them my idea and my concept and all those photos. I go find the photo. I buy the photo for a cover. I buy the rights to it and I give the colors and I, I and I would not do that. <laughs> if I could give advice, I would recommend you do not do that. I think I'm lucky because I have an artistic side too. I'm very analytical. If you couldn't tell, I started off as an engineer in college. I'm a math. I was really good at math. But I have this funky artistic side. I play music. I draw. I used to draw as a kid all the time. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to go into, um, oh, I wanted to do a lot of things, you know, and an artistic way. So now I think that's what helped me is I had a, and plus I had a vision for the simple life. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that will fall on his sword to make a mistake. I take the hard road because I want to know, I want to know if it's going to work. And I well, just it like, definitely, it works. It, the, the covers Good. are really, really eye catching, really nice. And I meant to start with one of the other books. Oh, the declutter. Oh my God, I live in a teeny tiny house and I am so cluttered. We started with um, uh, 2,900. Yeah, I love that cover. We started with 2,900 square feet when I lived in Tucson. We moved to Key West with a 16 foot truck. Wow. <laughs> so only what fit in the 16 foot truck we took, I sold everything else. I had all those gorgeous Mexican tile furniture, gorgeous stuff. Um, Tucson, no, all that great stuff sold everything. Uh, we lived in Key West and then we had to Key West and my husband told me the house was really small. The house was huge. So then we bought furniture. So then we left Key West with a 22 uh, foot truck, went to Wisconsin. We left Wisconsin with a 16 foot truck, <laughs> came back down to Florida. And, uh, and now I've just been getting rid of things. It's... And, and my, my, my husband's cousin and her husband went around the world two different times for a year. And all they had was the backpack, very small, you know, just a couple of t-shirts. And whenever something, you know, wore out, they got rid of it. They bought new, you know, one pair of shoes, two t-shirts, you know, a pair of shorts, 
that kind of thing and, and pretty much nothing else. And, and they were all, I think they're back in the U S for a while. I don't know if they're staying or not. Lisa, if you're listening, are you going to be going off again? I'm interested because she has a great blog about it. Uh, but uh, I've been getting rid of more stuff, just trying to get rid of things. And so the declutter book is what I have meant to start with. And then I saw the health one. I went, oh, I got to well, read this one first. Well, and this is going to be a six book series. When I first started it, and I've done all this, I changed directions over 12, well, about 14 months ago. So I changed the domain. We changed the website real quick. Me and my web guy, we refaced. It was called Primal Power Method was my old domain, which was all primal paleo health based. And so I flipped it really quick. Now it's the simple life now. So it's this progression. What I'm trying to take people is on this life progression and, you know, doing the best I can with the information I have and my life experience. That's what it's all based upon. Thanks, Gary. Come back next week and I will have part two of my interview with Gary Collins about living healthy and off the grid. Uh, don't forget to leave comments. We are over on Instagram, and by we, I mean me, at Books Cubed on Instagram. If you have read a good book and I need to know about it, let me know. Drop by there, leave a note in the comments uh, for the show, and um, I will see you next week. Hopefully my sore throat is feeling better and my cough is gone. We'll see. It's just been a really weird um, last couple months. Anyway, so... Um, I'm going to go and try to figure out how to make my office a little bit cooler. And uh, I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book. <laughs>